0: Jam in the a.m. Thursday, Nathan Diamond, executive director of the OU Advocacy Center, is with us live via telephone. In December, Congress passed the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. This legislation was intended to reduce federal taxes and simplify the federal tax code. However, the newly revised tax code now includes a provision that will impose new taxes on not-for-profit organizations, including unprecedented requirements on synagogues and other houses of worship to potentially pay taxes and file forms with the IRS. Nathan Diamond, Executive Director of the OU Advocacy Center, welcome back to JM and the AM. Good morning. Always good to be with you, Nathan. I appreciate that. We had heard about this, of course, and we know that it was a Trump administration agenda to try to, I guess we could say, do away with the um, uh, tax deductibility of contributions to not-for-profits. But all of us felt, many of us, I should say, felt that there's no way in the world when push comes to shove that it actually could be eliminated. Now in this case what you're what you and we are fighting is not that issue, correct? It's not the elimination, it's it's sort of the adjustment to the law that's going to make it more difficult on synagogues and organizations. Is that right?
1: Right. This this is actually uh going to impose a tax uh an unprecedented tax on uh, synagogues and other houses of worship, and then also, uh, in the same bucket, taxes on nonprofits generally. Right. Um, without going into too much you know, tax law detail and putting your early morning listeners to sleep, <laughs> um, basically, uh, uh, nonprofit organizations of all kinds don't pay taxes, right? right. right. However, there's, there's, there's one longstanding exception to that rule, which is if you're a nonprofit organization and you run a business... Um, that's unrelated to your nonprofit profit mission and that business generates income you would have to pay tax on that so if you have some non-profit organization um, let's say they're, they're a synagogue or let's say they're a soup kitchen but they also own um... you know an electronic store where they sell uh... you know uh... iPods and, and TVs and radios they would have to pay tax on the profits they make in the electronic store
0: and, and this is uh, by the way this is not uncommon. There are a lot of organizations that set up retail businesses either to help their own constituents or to raise extra money. I mean, this is not a foreign concept at right, all right
1: but what's new, what 's new but what happened in the tax law and it was it was buried in this massive tax law, and frankly, you know the entire nonprofit sector didn 't really uh, discover this until just a couple of months ago is that one of the things Congress was doing in the tax code was trying to close various loopholes, or what they called loopholes. And on the for-profit business side, they said, you know what? Employer, for-profit employers were able in the past to deduct the cost of giving their employees certain fringe benefits. So if you're a for-profit company boss, right, you work there, and the company gives you uh, Parking at work, free right. parking, right. or it pays for your metro card, right. or, or it has a cafeteria where employees can come and eat for free. Right. Employers used to be able to deduct the cost of providing those fringe benefits. So one thing the tax, the new tax law did was do away with that. What they also decided to do, and this is what was buried, was to say, you know what, nonprofit employers, we're going to make you do some of that also. And with particularly relevant to our community. Um, is the transportation and the parking. So if you're a nonprofit organization, whether you are a, a shul or a day school or some other kind of nonprofit and beyond our community, if you're a university or what have you, and you provide your staff with parking or you provide your staff with a subsidy for their public transit, ticket, you know, your Card or what have you, um, the new tax law says the employer has to pay a tax under this unrelated business category, that's where they stuck it, has to pay a tax on the cost of providing that fringe benefit to their employees.
0: All right, Nathan Diamonds with us, Executive Director, of OU Advocacy Center. What is the status of this Tax Cuts and Jobs Act at the moment?
1: Oh, so the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, this is the big tax, so called tax reform bill that was passed you know with a lot of fanfare back in December. So why so is, is it why is
0: it that you're asking people to get involved? Is there anything we could do yes. to change things? So, so
1: we've been quietly trying to we're working with a broad coalition of groups um, and we've been quietly talking to the administration the Trump administration to try to see what they could do but we're at the point where we uh, we, we we need to ramp up the effort and get Congress to repeal uh, this section of the new tax law and so just Two weeks ago, uh, legislation was introduced in the House of Representatives. Yesterday, um, Senator Ted Cruz and Senator Jim Lankford uh, introduced a legislation in the Senate that will specifically repeal this new tax requirement on the nonprofits. Um, and, now, and, and now is the time that we're asking uh, people in the community to uh, call and email their congressmen and their senators uh, to ask them to support this legislation and, and get this new tax on nonprofits repealed.
0: Right, as Nathan Diamond just said, and I'll read from the statement, legislation was introduced by the House to repeal the tax law section imposing this new tax on houses of worship and other not-for-profits. We are asking everybody to join this effort now. Take action and urge your representative. That's who people need to call, right? They need to call their congressman. Uh, they call their
1: congressman, or they can go to advocacy.ou.org uh, and uh, and fill out and easily click through and and email your congressman or senator to ask them to support the repeal
0: of this uh, of this tax. Urge your congressman to co-sponsor HR sixty four sixty again HR sixty four sixty to repeal this untenable new provision in the tax law that unnecessarily punishes religious institutions. And charities. Again, you are asking your representative to co sponsor H.R. 6460. And it's no secret that we have people in many, many states of this uh, great land listening right now. So, not just New York and New Jersey, but everybody out there, no matter where you are, Florida, Illinois, California, and anywhere in Maryland, anywhere in between. We need every member of the House uh, that you can reach and in whose district you live. Um, to be contacted, so I urge your representative again to co sponsor h r sixty four sixty to repeal this new provision in the tax law the and,
1: and the, the other thing worth noting is there 's not only a monetary you know impact of this um but on the shuls and the churches et cetera in particular they don 't file uh tax tax documents with um the i r s altogether their houses of worship are exempt from filing with uh, returns of any kind with the IRS, and this would be an unprecedented uh, new step and entanglement of getting the IRS you know, involved in looking at the operations of, of shuls and other houses of worship in this country. So separate and apart from the financial impact, uh, there's that dimension as well, which is very
0: concerning. Do you have a clue as to the potential for success?
1: Um, we think we have very good potential for, for success. We, we our, our conversations on the Hill so far have been very good. It, it'll, <laughs> you know, Washington's a funny place. Uh, you'd be surprised how many senators and members of Congress I've had conversations with over the past several weeks who they didn't know that this was in the tax law mm. that they voted on uh, last December. So, yeah. um, you know, many – and folks like uh, – Senator Lankford and Senator Cruz and Congressman Walker, uh, who introduced the bill in the House, um, they 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 think this is just outrageous, and, uh, and, and they're going to work very hard with us to get this pulled back. But we need everybody to engage to make sure we can actually get it done.
0: All right, Nathan Diamond and I and uh, many people in our community are asking everybody to get involved. Uh, you want to contact your member of the House of Representatives. You want to ask them to um, join in and uh, co-sponsor HR 6460 that repeals this new provision in the tax law. Nathan, again, uh, you gave an address where people could find who their representative is, etc. Where should they go?
1: Sure, just go to advocacy.ou.org. Or if you can't remember that, just go to the OU website, OU.org, and click on advocacy. And uh, we make it very easy for you to do this.
0: All right, thanks so much for bringing this to our attention, and good luck. And thanks for fighting on the hill for it.
1: Sure. Thank, thank you, Nathan and thanks to all your listeners, uh, and have a great rest of your summer.
0: Uh, thank you very much. Nathan Diamond, Executive Director, OU Advocacy Center. It's important, folks. Get involved. All you've got to do is make one call to your uh, member of the uh, House of Representatives, and that is it.